the people who are grateful and thank us and thank the property managers and everybody who's involved in transactions, if they call in asking for anything, it's, hey, I've got this problem. This is what I think I should do. Who can I call? We will introduce you to anybody if you call in and ask something like that. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Your high octane boost of full on reality therapy for personal, business, and investing success with your host, Ron Phillips, because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Get Real Podcast. Ron Phillips and Heather Marchant here. Excited as always to come and chat with you guys. We just got done doing a uh, webinar, Heather, and that was a lot of fun. It was. It's not the first like time we've done something in a very similar format to what we do here on the show. But it's the first time we've done it in a short way, like in a short form, because we've done master classes that were yeah. days long where we've had lots of time to talk about real estate and finances and all kinds of stuff. But this is the first time we've gone back to short form and done it. And it was a blast. Yes. It felt like we were on 1.25 speed in real time, though. Like we were jiving. It was a lot of information and it was really fast. And it made me remember like when I was doing live events back in the day and Angela would stand up in the back and she'd be waving her arms because I was going too slow and she's giving me the speed up, you know, and I'm like, oh crap. And then at the end, like all of the meat is <laughs> I'm like burning through all this stuff and I can see people's eyes are just going, oh my gosh, like I can't understand because like, I'm just burning through this stuff so fast. Yeah. But we stayed and answered questions for 30 minutes. I used to do that when I did it live too. And it was a whole lot of fun. So yeah, I agree. If you missed that, shame on you. That was a lot of fun. We're working on a recording. I think we'll have a recording out. So if you want a copy of the recording, reach out to us, invest at rpcinvest.com, and we'll share the recording. And you can see in real time the 1.25 speed. I wonder if you could even speed up the recording <laughs> and if I might sound like a chipmunk. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you might. You might. I don't know. I told Heather like several times. I was actually looking at the clock and I'm like, I remember how many slides we got. We got to go. Yeah, for sure. It was a lot of fun. It was. I agree. And man, I'd love to talk about some of that today. One of the things that we completely spaced, and I'm not even sure how we did this. We had people who were asking questions in the chat all through. So finally, somebody goes like, what, what do you guys do? Like, what, <laughs> how do you get paid? It's kind of like, what are you selling here today? Because yeah. I feel like this is like we're moving towards something, but y'all didn't really even say what this is, which was a big fail on our part. And, you know, it's interesting because Heather and I, I think we were in our podcast yeah. mode. We were just giving information away. We just like, this is what we do. When we yeah. get on together, we just start giving stuff away and talking about That's true. market and real estate and all the fun things that we love. But we didn't ever tell anybody what the heck we did, Heather. Well, I think we did, but it was pretty glazed over because we said we're a real estate brokerage. But that's not enough. Yeah. So I think it was a wake up call to the fact that like, oh, yeah, we have new people on here because there were so many familiar faces, which was really fun. We had a lot of clients in there and several of them like given us some love of like, you guys are great. We love working with you, which was so great. And so in some ways, forgetting that there was a good 50% of the people on there we were brand new to them yeah, or they needed a refresher. Yeah. So oversight on our part. And then if you're just now tuning in because you met us and we talked about the podcast, welcome yeah. to the show. There's an enormous amount of content here that you guys can go back and listen to. I hope you do Yeah, because we have tirelessly slaved over all of this content. <laughs> Not really. It's pretty easy for us to do and we really enjoy it. So yeah, it feels effortless. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I really, really had a good time. It's funny because I said something on the webinar 
about the fact that the presentation really hasn't changed since 2005. Like, I mean, it is the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would think at this point I would have gotten bored of giving the presentation and yet I don't. Yeah. Because there's always excitement in the questions and people asking because they genuinely never heard that you could do this before. Yeah. Or if they had, they've heard war stories or, you know, whatever else. Yeah. Like not educated or not have accurate information. So, yeah. I mean, reflecting on that a little bit, I think after the webinar yesterday, we were reflecting on that and, um, the how fun it is and kind of effortless. I wasn't exhausted afterwards. I felt energized because I was like, man, this is so great. The content so needed and affecting generations, you know, I think is what you had said, Ron. So one thing that I think we haven't really talked about fully, I'm sure we have in some parts, but why you even had the vision to start down this road in your life. I mean, you were rehabbing properties, right? In Kansas City. I don't even know what year that was, but a long time ago. So long ago. (laughs) It was over 20 years ago. Yeah. Which doesn't seem even possible because I still feel like I'm 25. I know you clearly can look at me and go, you ain't 25 anymore. You got white in your beard, you're bald. I think when I started, I had hair, Heather. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I never met you with hair. I know. So you met me after. It might have been the rehab days that made the hair go away. I'm not exactly (laughs) sure. I'm going to have to ask my wife when it actually went away. (laughs) That's true. I kind of got moved into rental properties, kicking and screaming. I didn't really want to do that. When you move into a new thing, you get surrounded by different people. Mm -hmm. And I realized pretty quickly that people who had rental properties, they just didn't have as much stress. Mm-hmm. and that this was a pretty good deal. And so I wanted to go deeper into it. And then I quickly realized that there's a whole bunch of other people that probably would like to do this. And I knew some of them that did want to do it, but they didn't have the infrastructure and they didn't live in places where the numbers worked. There was just a host of problems why these people didn't do it. Yeah, that's interesting. And I realized that I could help them do it by just putting all of the pieces together in a certain market, I could have properties that people could purchase from out of state where the numbers worked, where they had management, where they had all the things that they needed to actually do this. And I wanted to build something that blessed my family, that made us a lot of money and that built generational wealth. And I wanted to do it in a way that I could do the same thing for other people. Mm. What better thing to do than to just help other people do what I was already doing and that was successful and it was working. Yeah. It just seemed like kind of a no-brainer to set that up. Yeah. Fast forward 18 years and I'm still doing it because now, as you well know, because you've been with me since 2007, so mm-hmm. 16 years. That's, yeah. God, that's a long time. And Heather's put up with me for 16 years. That'd be crazy. (laughs) So now we get to hear from people whose lives have been changed because we've been doing this long enough now that we actually have people whose lives have been changed. In the webinar, we actually talked about Doug, who passed away. He's a good friend of RP Capital family. Mm -hmm. He was the first client I had when I moved to Utah. So not my first client, but he was the first person. I did my first presentation in Utah. We sent out a mailer. I mean, we were supposed to have hotel room packed with chairs and three people showed up. (laughs) Three people. Now, I don't, those of you out there who ever done presentations and you've ever marketed to get people into a room, like spent a lot of money to get people. 
and you show up and no one comes. Like, I mean, I remember back in my sales presentation days, I remember one of the general managers that I had, he's like, Ron, you always do the presentation like the room is packed to the gills. It doesn't matter how many people Mm -hmm. are there. That hit me and I was like, all right. I basically said, I'm going to do the full presentation for you guys, but I want you guys to be able to like feel like this is a conversation. And it was great. Two out of the three bought. One of them was Doug and Doug continued to buy from us until he died. As a matter of fact, I think he was under contract yeah. when he passed away. Two properties. Yeah. With a 1031 exchange. I had seen him maybe two weeks before he died because I was taking stuff for him to sign. And I had no idea. He had no idea what was going to happen in two weeks. It was very obvious. He was fine healthy, no big deal, right? So yeah, I mean, not only was he healthy, but he's super positive. Yes. And he had the same thing. Like he wanted to change the lives of his family. And he told everybody about real estate. Like he was the ambassador you want for real estate. Yeah. Just a great guy. Mm -hmm. And always a friend to us as well. Miss Doug. But we get to hear stories like this, like all the time now. And it's so much fun. And They usually come on a day when we need to hear them. That's true. Because contrary to popular belief, for you guys, this is easy. On this side over here, it's not as easy all the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it gets pretty heavy over here. And anybody out there who runs a business knows that. That's just the way business is sometimes. And it almost always happens that it's on a day like that. We'll get a text or a call or we'll get an email internally that says, hey, I just got this from a client. And I'm just like, yep. Yeah. That's the reason right there. And then we, you know, gives you the motivation to keep going a little bit more and helping more people. So that's why it was a very long winded explanation of why, but that's why. No, I loved that. I mean, when we uh, created our core purpose years ago and it's stuck ever since, we reevaluate it every quarter to make sure it's still true. (laughs) But our purpose is through service, we build people. And I think that really it's well explained and elaborated on in your answer. I mean, that it's generational impact on helping people better their financial futures. It's so rewarding. The days that are heavy are hard and there's turbulence that happens on every real estate transaction. It's very rare when a transaction just is smooth. And I think that overarching focus of building people and really building generations through those people is very exciting. And yeah, felt that in the webinar yesterday for sure. And it's really fun because it cuts both ways. Like Mm -hmm. when we're able to help you, we're able to help us and we're able to help everybody on the team. And the team is big, guys. Like I know our little team is not very big, but all of the people involved and the families who are out there working on your behalf. And I really believe that. I mean, the partners that we have for the most part are working on all of our behalfs, right? Mm -hmm. And because of that, man, we bless the lives of a lot of people collectively. Not we, Heather and I, that are sitting here, but all of us are collectively blessing a whole bunch of lives. It's a whole bunch of people. And so internally on my team, for sure, there's families there, but externally too, all of the suppliers and the title companies, and especially right now, I mean, title companies, their business is down. Lenders, their business is down. We're able to continue to do business creatively. All of those people win. They continue to win. The builders and suppliers get to continue to sell product. The product continues to house people, provide awesome housing for people where right now that's really becoming more and more difficult. 
And there are more and more builders are getting out of the business because it's not profitable. Where ours are able to continue to make profits and all of that where everybody can make money. Yeah. It's very rewarding. It's true. And I love that in almost all of our transactions, every single person is having a win for their family, for their lives. I mean, it's pretty unique. It brings to mind something else too. I was having a conversation with Heather the other day and I said, you know what? Occasionally we get somebody who's just probably not a really good fit for real estate investing and they complain. Yeah. Which is not really in our core values, right? We are solution-oriented people. Yeah. And so just complaining to complain just really doesn't do much for me. I don't understand it. It doesn't do any good. But occasionally we have that, right? Mm-hmm. And I noticed a trend. I told Heather, I said, you know what? The people who call us up and thank us or send us texts and thank us, those people are all long-term thinkers. Yeah. All of them. Every one of them. And the people who call to complain, albeit there's not very many, they're all short-term thinkers, mm-hmm. every one of them. Yeah. Or even if it's in that moment, they're short-term thinkers, right? I don't think it has to mean that in every area of their life that they are, but maybe with their money or, you know what I mean? Like Everybody's done it. I'm not saying I'm immune to this. I think it just hit me the other day that yeah. people playing the long game seem to be happier people, mm-hmm. more grateful. And people playing the short game, they either are or they seem to be hurt worse. Yeah. One of the two. And I I don't know which one it is. And I do think in certain cases, certain scenarios, albeit very minor, you know, some people actually are. I know I have been one of those people. Mm -hmm. And now I just think, man, okay, how do I turn this into a forward thinking? How can I solve this and make it good in the end? Yes. And the people who think that way, I think they're generally speaking happier people. But in the investment world, things work out. Yes, over time. Especially in real estate. My gosh, there's four returns that are working all the time. And if one of them isn't so great right now, just wait. Yep. It will also turn around. But let's not forget that there's three other ones that are working, Yeah, have been working, and will continue to work on your behalf. It's funny. I didn't really think about it till right now, Ron, but I took my kids to school this morning and my 10-year-old daughter was stressed because she didn't have her homework done. And my 13-year-old daughter sitting next to her in the car said, it's okay. What you need to do is tell the teacher the problem and come up with a solution. So she said, for example, I love this, Ron. For example, you say, I forgot my notebook. Can I grab a piece of paper over here and use that instead of my notebook? And she's like, it's amazing. If you come up with a solution to your own problem, the teacher is so easy and flexible. And I turned to her and I said, that will pay dividends when you're working. When (laughs) Everybody is more flexible when you come up with a solution. Yes. Which is kind of funny because internally, that's literally what it means to own it, right? We own the problem and the solution. So everybody in my company knows if you come bitching about a problem, we may not use your solution, but you better have actually thought through something, a solution, like something, anything. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't just drop a problem in somebody else's lap. Yeah. And that's the other thing, I guess, as I'm now thinking about that, the people who are grateful and thank us and thank the property managers and everybody who's involved in transactions, that's very similar. If they call in asking for anything, it's, hey, I've got this problem. This is what I think I should do. Who can I call? Yeah. Man, what a refresh. Like, we will introduce you to anybody. (laughs) It's true. If you call in and ask something like that. We will literally red carpet to the human being or we will help you do this over here if you have just thought through it enough and are grateful for help when you call. Yep. And I guarantee you, your property managers are the same. 100%. 
because I've talked to them. Yep. I uh, meet with property managers a lot and met with one this week. And the clients that are the ones that just are fun to work with, you get better service. I don't think it's necessarily on purpose. It's just natural because yep. you just want to help the people that are kind and grateful. Yep. And it's everywhere. Yeah. I wasn't even going to talk about this, but a buddy of mine made a post the other day and this guy's a cool guy. Once you get to know him, kind of a cool guy. Now people say, Heather, that I'm intimidating. (laughs) This guy actually is intimidating. Like, Oh, really? He's a big guy from Chicago and he's got a deep voice. You just talk. I mean, he's an intimidating guy. So even his talk and his physical appearance is intimidating. It's intimidating. Interesting. And this guy shared something that was so good the other day. This is kind of a long post, but I'm going to breeze through it. But this is so good. This guy is like on the outside, he's pretty gruff is not the right word, but rough, right? I would say rough. Okay. So this is a weird post for him to post. He's usually posting something about, I don't know, being like a hunter or like, I mean, like he's not, but like anyway, manly stuff. The dude's a man's man. That's a good way to describe him. Man's man. Okay. He says, today I failed as a human flying home from Alabama. Our mortality is much more real when you look at it. So I passed judgment on a man that was boarding my flight. I thought he was a little nerdy, trying to cut lines, get to the front desk for whatever he wanted to ask. Interesting. Flights were delayed. Everybody was irritated. We're both in first class. I see him pull out a thick packet and a pen. And he's reading something about law. I assume he's a lawyer. I make a joke about being a lawyer or whatever. Um, And he said, nah, me either. I don't want to read this stuff either, but I need to review it because I need to write about it this week in the Wall Street Journal. He's sitting next to him on first class. Hmm. He looked like an a-hole, but I was being an a-hole and he was the nicest dude. He introduced himself. They talked for a while and he says, moral of the story is this guy's sick, like really sick. Oh. But he's a guy who some of us would know. He appears on news. Like CNBC and places like that. He never named the guy, but he said, he says to me, the guy says, you look like a strong bull. I like your bravado, which is exactly, I mean, that's exactly what he looks like. I was once just like you. (laughs) He goes, I will never lose that. It's who I am. My buddy says this. And he goes, he said, "Hmm, I'm dying of cancer. God makes that decision. How long you last as the bull. We have a small window. Wow. And then he goes, I literally wanted to punch myself in the face. My heart sank. I mean, you can imagine because all of the thoughts that he had in his head when this guy shows up. Yeah. And what reminded me of that is when you were talking about just be kind to people. You never know. You literally never know. Yeah. So here's a guy who says, you know, he was like that (laughs) in his life. And now all of a sudden he's not anymore. And the reason he's not is because he's dying of cancer. Wow. So, man, judgments are funny things. I've done it. I do it. I shouldn't. I'm trying to be better about it. Be kind to people. It's the best thing that you can possibly do out there. Be kind. You never know what people are going through. You literally never know. Yeah. Because most people aren't going to tell you. It's true. It's a good point. It's something to focus on in life in general. It has nothing to do with property management companies or anything else we were talking about today, but I remembered it and it struck me because of who this guy is, Hmm. that deep inside all of us, there's just a human without all of the outward appearance. There's always a kind person inside doesn't matter what is on the exterior. They're always there. Yeah. Just got to find them. And the way that you find them is by being kind to kind people like kind people. True. Man, I think that's a great summation though of what we really talked about today about playing the long game and people who play the long game are kind, right? It's short game when you're unkind because you're only seeing five feet in front of you. 
as to what the problem is. And so you're unkind. And also the long game in starting this company and the vision that you had, you know, it's a very long game vision and helping people have better financial futures, bettering your family financially, bettering my family financially because of investing in real estate and working in real estate. So I think having that gratitude and vision is powerful. Appreciate that. And we have an even bigger vision. One of these days, we'll be able to get on here and tell you all about it. But our tech platform that we've talked to you guys about, it's it's the bigger vision that we have to help more people mm-hmm. be successful doing the same thing that we've been doing. Yep. And man, we're so excited about like bringing that to the world too, so that we can augment this thing that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. So hopefully all that was helpful for you guys today. One more thing about this whole being kind thing that I've learned over the years, and that is that hurt people hurt people. Mm. So if somebody's hurting you, it's probably because they're hurting. Yeah. And you have two choices. We all do. We can either be kind to that person or we can also be hurtful. The easy path is to be hurtful. The long game, I guess, is to be kind. And a lot of times the hurt melts right after you're kind. Mm -hmm. So try it out. It works pretty well. I've found it works pretty well when I work it. (laughs) Definitely took a turn today. (laughs) All right, everybody. So I guess, goodness, when you get out there and make something happen this week, how about if we do it kind? Bless somebody's life this week just by being kind. And I guarantee you it will pay dividends beyond what you can possibly imagine. Mm -hmm. So until next time, get out there and make something happen. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.